Welcome to the Private School Marketing Minute podcast, the weekly podcast teaching you how to get more students and keep more students enrolled in 10 minutes or less. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. My name is Nick, and I am the host of this podcast and of this episode. I hope you're having a wonderful week. Uh, It's good morning over here, Saturday morning, early. Uh, Woke up not too long ago. I used to, it used to be a thing when I owned my recording studio a few years back. Uh, I started that in 2015 and left in 2019. So yeah, a few years back now. Uh, where people would come in and record like bright and early in the morning because their voice was deeper and raspier. A lot of like <laughs> R&B type of people, gospel type of people. Uh, that was like a secret. So I'm wondering if it works for me. Uh, definitely <clears throat> not the reason why I'm recording early in the morning. Uh, just wanted to make sure that we got this episode out and done for you. Um, planning on building finishing up the deck that we've been building earlier uh, been, that I've told you about in some later, some earlier episodes, uh, doing that today, finishing up some house projects and things like that. Uh, so, you know, a typical Saturday, uh, once all these house projects are done, which is probably never ending, we'll get my Saturdays back to hang with the family. Uh, but for now, that's kind of reserved for a Sunday thing. Uh, we're going to be talking about a common trap that a lot of business owners, marketers, and schools fall into in today's episode. Before we get there, just wanted to give you an update on the upcoming book that I'm writing, uh, all about private school marketing. I've been saying it's going to come out in Q3, but I think it's going to be coming out before that. We've got pretty much everything done. Uh, the book's done. The cover is done. It was designed by my best friend, Anthony Isaac. Uh, the formatting is done. Uh, so we're pretty much ready to roll. I just got to update the web page and do a few kind of internal things and the book should be ready to come out. So, uh, you can be on the lookout for that sooner rather than later. I think maybe in the next month or so, uh, should be ready to roll. So let's get to today's episode. I told you that we're going to be talking about a common trap that a lot of business owners, marketers, and schools fall into. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about. I saw this happen time and time again when I did marketing in the commercial world, uh, basically for other businesses and industries. And I've even made the mistake quite a few times myself. So uh, it's it's common. And I think people naturally fall into this because they think that they're only being hired for the work. Um well, I never actually told you what the mistake was. The mistake is actually selling your services rather than selling the results. You probably gleaned that from the title. Uh, so I think people fall into selling the services versus selling the results because they think when they're being hired, they're being hired for the work because the right because the person hiring them doesn't know how to do the job or doesn't want to do the job. Uh, For example, I hired a car mechanic a handful of months ago to repair my AC in my car. Why? Because I didn't have the tools or the skills readily available to get the job done, which is the work part. But also, and I think more importantly when it comes to marketing, I hired him because 
myself and my family couldn't bear baking in our car in the Florida sun any longer. And that's the results part. See, I don't really care what the mechanic had to do in order to fix the car. I don't really care about the services part or the work part. I only really care that the result of whatever he did was ice cold air conditioning. But still we have businesses and schools selling their services rather than selling results that those services get their families everywhere you look. Let's look at some examples from the private sector so you can get an outside perspective of how these, uh, how the situation might look for your school. Canva, uh, they don't sell a simple DIY design software. They sell saving you time so you could focus on the hundred other things that you need to do. And they sell saving you money on other more complicated softwares and on staffing And they sell generating you more business through professional-looking designs and branding. You can kind of see how you can draw those conclusions. Spotify, the music streaming app, they don't sell music streaming. They sell discovering your favorite new artist. Philips Hue. uh, I have a bunch of Philips Hue lights in my house. I want more. They're pretty great. (laughs) Uh, They don't sell color-changing lights. They sell creating the perfect environment any and every mood. Now, one company that nailed this situation recently, you probably have seen the commercials. Uh, I think they've been running them since the Super Bowl. The company's TurboTax. They're running these ads that show someone doing some obscure hobby with a tagline that says something along the lines of, come to TurboTax, we'll do your taxes so you can do something that you actually enjoy doing. They're not selling tax services. They're selling you the ability to spend your time doing something that you actually enjoy because nobody really enjoys doing taxes unless you're a tax guy or lad or laddie. Laddie. <laughs> I guess that that's lady in uh, Ireland. Uh, now, most schools will default to saying we sell education, which as you now know, isn't ideal. There's nothing different about it. It's the obvious answer and it's selling the service. You need to sell the result. So start out by listing out the results that your school gets your students and your parents. It's important to do both because if you listen to my episode from a couple of weeks ago, as episode 41 about serving two masters, then you know you should have separate marketing plans for both your parents and your students or prospective parents and prospective students. Now, once you've done that, take it a step further and list out the results that each of your programs get your students and families. It'd be your sports programs, your theater program, your art, uh, STEM, after-school programs, etc. When you're done, you'll be looking at a master list of golden marketing materials. Now, these will be the themes, the, the master themes in which you can draw from to create your website copy, your print material, talking points, uh, ad campaigns, and a whole host of other materials around. And not only will doing this make your marketing actually more effective because you'll be speaking to the things that parents and students actually care about, the results, but 
It will make you stand out from the other schools on their consideration list because you'll actually be saying something unique and something memorable rather than just saying we have a great education system, we care about our parents and we care about our students. You'll be saying something with a lot more depth that they actually care about and actually sticks with them. This line of thinking is really about getting to the why. And I find that oftentimes getting to that changes the actual work that you do. In what I do, for example, sometimes schools uh, will think they need to run social media ads. Why? Because they need to boost enrollments. Well, what if there was a better way to get more enrollments? Then we probably want to do that, right? This is why I don't let people purchase services from my site. I used to freelance for an agency that did this, kind of like an e-commerce situation for marketing where people could just add services to their cart and check out. But I found that people often purchased the wrong services or services that weren't right for their situation at all. A lot of times we want what we want to do is not what we need to do. And that pretty much goes for life in general, right? <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Thank you for listening. It's been great having you. The numbers have been going up like crazy on the podcast, so I do appreciate your listenership. Don't forget to subscribe if this is something that you want to see and listen to every single week. You can go ahead and send me a message on LinkedIn. Let me know how you feel about this episode. We can continue the conversation there. That's linked in the show notes below. As always, I've been Nick, and I'll see you next week. 